Welcome, welcome, welcome to another exciting episode of Kicking Myself, a trading card game podcast. I have energy today, and I was told that our intro is really good by another podcast, so I'm bringing it back full steam. Oh, that's good to know. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. yeah. Good job. Yeah. Excellent job. Good job, intro. Good, good job, job intro. We did it. Good job. I'm joined. So that's a wrap, right? Yeah, we did. Yeah, okay, okay. Let's go check. Now here's the outro. Um, yeah, I get, we got to change that outro eventually. But I'm joined in the studio by Seth. Zerasvoy. And Mark. Yo, yo. Because Ross <laughs> actually did work on the Twitter this week and is at the Mox boarding house playing in the Marchesa Cup. Uh, Mar- I don't know if it's the Marchesa Cup. Yeah, uh, it it's is. the. The big Mox boarding house slash uh, uh, it, it's CEDH tournament. And right. uh, oh, our hearts, kid, our rock, thoughts, kid, our rock, minds kid, are with rock, you. Kid, rock, kid, uh, what rock, is it that the kids kid, say rock, these days? It's the power of the cards. That's what the new kids right. say these days, right? No, yeah. they say... The heart of card, the cards compels no, they you. They say card games are motorcycles. Yeah. Oh, the heart <laughs> of the cards be with you and also with you. That's right. I yeah. just realized <laughs> one of my paintings is... Wait, paintings. okay. So it's... Is it a tournament where everybody has to play Marchesa? Is that is that is that? The... Oh man, no that's what blue. I assumed it would be at first. Oh my gosh, if everybody's, the if everybody's playing Marchesa stacks, that's the greatest tournament of all time. <laughs> Round one mon- will end after three. How many hours. monarch triggers do you have to keep track of in uh, that tournament? Well, yeah, I would assume all of them. Um, but yeah, good good luck, good luck to Ross. How many ghostly prisons are in play? I don't know. How many whole breachers are you allowed to play? Uh, in a non-blue deck. In EDH? Oh, I'm thinking about There's the other Marchesa. I'm thinking about the Mardu Marchesa. Yeah, I, I think I was too, actually. I, yeah. I, I, I know I was, but I was also like, I guess you could rogue it in and be like, I'm going to play Marchesa, Queen Marchesa. You just play, just play Hullbreacher. Which in... one would be better in CEDH? It's the Mardu one, right? I don't care. Because it I don't know. The Grixis, you're the, the Monarch. Grixis, the Grixis one is very good. I've yeah. seen some, like, but it's not, it's even not like, non-CEDH, yeah. like, yeah. Grixis Marchesa decks yeah. that are really Thank you. Bless you. Good bless. Thank you. Uh, so before we get started, I want to shout out an interesting thing that happened via Twitter this week, and I want to apologize Uh-oh. to MTG North. Oh, um, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, am I going to learn the context of that message? Yeah, you want to context? I, 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 I didn't even comment on it. I was like, something was clearly happening. And I didn't, I, specifically audience, uh, we, we usually have a board of things that we talk about before we're going to actually uh, get into the podcast. I wanted to surprise us with that, because Mark is the... <laughs> Mark is literally tackling <laughs> like a five-year-old. So sometimes I, had, I just like to watch the world oh, burn. So I, had <laughs> sent, I had sent some seven edition foils to Canada, yay Canada, um, <laughs> shout out Canada to MTG North, and they got returned to me. Okay. And I felt bad because I haven't had time to go and remail them out because it takes a, a freaking. I don't want to just. They're seven edition foils, so I don't want to a. Just mail them out regularly with stamps. And then for them to disappear. Then just disappear into the aether, mm-hmm. which is not a, a thing I enjoy. And I also wanted to make sure that um, they're packaged the right way. Because when they came back packaged, I opened them very gently because the packaging said... Uh, well, the packaging was slightly opened in a jar, uh, which I really didn't you like. You sent them in a jar? I there's a, there's a problem. I yeah. should have sent them in a jar. That's probably... Note to self, send them in a jar. Fragile. Mm-hmm. Um, Canada so, doesn't like jars. So yeah. Morgan from MTG North, the superior Morgan. Yes. Um, <laughs> it's the mustachioed a, Morgan. Sent us a message via Twitter and <clears throat> said, hey guys, is everything okay? Uh, I, I just wanted to check in. I know you'd said a while back that uh, you were sending something out. And, um, you know, I just wanted to check in. And I replied, like, briefly. And I'm like, yes, I'm sending something back out. I'm super sorry. We've been super slammed. 
and I didn't think anything about it. And this <laughs> fool sitting in the chair right there. I could read you exactly what I did. Yeah, go for it. Go for it. He, so he Morgan responds. said, yes, I did. I, I did got what I sent got sent back and I'm going to send it out again. Yeah. And then I responded well, because uh, we. Hold on. Context here is everyone on our team shares the Twitter account. Yes. Right. We all have access. So when yeah. we talk, we talk sometimes as one or we talk individually. So this was a message sent with the intent to go to, to Morgan, but Mark responded. No, I, I sent a message to Morgan, and then afterwards, Mark followed up with another message. I added okay, more that's, messages that's, that's to what, that's what I meant, yeah. Okay. And so, what, after Morgan stated what he stated, I then responded with, don't believe him. Morgan has been yelling at us the past few months saying, I have to retain, reclaim the title of best Morgan and he won't let us go home. Seriously, I've been locked up in a closet, forced to edit and edit every day. I'm getting hungry and would love to see the sun again. I wrote, and then I wrote, be quiet, Mark. Ignore the Mark. Misspelling Mark. Uh, no, you misspelled quiet. I also misspelled quiet intentionally. Everything is okay. And we'll send it out. And again. we will send it out. Okay. And I don't know if they responded. They did. Oh, did they? They did I, respond. What they said is, ha 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 ha. We can combine to be the ultimate Morgan. We can fuse like, oh, Goku like Vegeta and, Vegeta. and Goku. Oh right. God, yeah. no, I don't want. I don't. I don't want to see that fusion dance. Oh my so God. So if the two of you fused, would it just be you with a mustache, or would it be, be the Morgan's, other Morgan? I'd be Morgan squared. The better Morgan, but unmustachioed. So it would just be subtraction by addition. It, so, would, it would just be him with a full head of hair. And, uh, and no mustache. And he'd be named Morgan Squared. So the, I, I will say this not knowing this other Morgan at all. but He's but really great. He's much he's calmer cool. than I am. Yeah. I just, I just, the, the thought of the Morgan I do know fusing with anybody is terrifying. <laughs> is legitimately like bone chilling. And let's, let me be honest, I have a twin. A real twin. You do. That's true. Yeah. And you've met my twin brother. I, I think so. At once. One one time. Like yeah. for like five minutes. For like five minutes. Because yeah. he was like, "Hi, bye." Hey, what's like, up? I'm here. I'm, yeah. Okay. Ross like spent a weekend with him, which right. was nice. Um, so I have to apologize to those guys because I do lock Mark in a closet, <laughs> um, and, he has, and I only <laughs> let him out to see very little lights, uh, very little sunlight, which we have very little right now. It's snowing outside, so you know. Eh. But to be fair. That segues into my next point, which is Mark kind of locked me in a closet this week. I did. Take I. That. Do we want to go into this? We can go into it now. Everybody's back in the closet. Apparently, it's not good. So, Morgan has been destroyed about this. I'm moment. I'm I'm really broken up about this. So I don't know who listens to this and who cares. I care deeply. Mark has been grown to be my best friend over the last two years one of my best friends in this inner circle of people mark is leaving mark is going to be taking a job in seattle washington and um will not be around with us to record live um and i'm really i'm very happy for him but uh you know there's some personal stuff that went on in his life and, and he made some decisions and I and we're all very thankful that he's he's gotten this thing. But um, I'm really broken up about it because um, I'm going to start crying. Um, he's one of my best friends. He is a mentor. He is uh, just an unbelievable human being and um, not having him around is going to be, it's like when Seth moved back Originally, when we started this podcast to um, Michigan, it was really hard. And I'm so grateful for everything you've brought to my life, to my family's life. 
Um, my parents ask about you all the time. And uh, you, you don't have to pause. I, I, I kind of want this I'm not, I'm not pausing. Um, I'm excited for your next steps. But that being said, we had a very big job to do this week. <clears throat> Which we are about a quarter of the way through. Oh, we're definitely not a quarter of the way through. So Mark <laughs> has been playing since God knows how long. First that I played in was the release of Arabian Nights. Oh, boy. And so Mark has a very, 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 very large backlog of commons and uncommons and rares in many, 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 many boxes. And for me, usually I'm super excited to work on that. Problem is we did this right after work. Uh-huh. You, uh, you, you mentioned multiple times after we were leaving that work that... No, no, that's not what you said. You did not say that at all. You said like every three minutes, my brain is broken. <laughs> my brain is broken, yeah, my brain is broken. And I asked, are you yeah. okay with doing this? And I'm like, oh, I'm fine. Yeah. It's just that my brain is broken and I'm completely exhausted. I don't know if I'm going to stay awake. I'm like, are you sure? He's like, yeah, we're fine. I'm like, all right. But then when I got there... I don't know, this... this but when like I got there... You continued to say that your brain was broken. But when I broken. got there, I got so excited because the amount of boxes... It, would, it was like I was sorting at Bernie's again. There were so many boxes. It's not that extent. Uh, no, but it was like when, when I started off with Bernie in the first, like, stuff. It's really cool. He, Mark, talk about what you had and what about, and the stuff we, like, we'll talk about the stuff All we right. found. But just, a, just a yeah. couple of things yeah. because we have a lot. Like, my intention is to only bring a couple of boxes and a couple of binders because I'm not right. planning on bringing a lot of furniture with me cross-country. I have Ooh, a few Ooh, I found things. someone to buy the shelf. Okay, excellent. That, well, I have a really, really nice shelf that I'm looking to move off of. Uh, but I'm taking, like, my Peloton. I'm taking my bed. And I'm taking my uh, TV and my standing desk. Those can all be And your, like, computer configurations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that. That, all, everything there. What it can fit in, like, a trailer that I can pull behind Everything else like we're that. throwing out the window. Uh, literally okay. out the window. Yeah. But I have... That window? Uh, no, his window. window. Oh, okay. no, not my window. I paid. I, I <laughs> owned this. You paid money I for that window. I don't think you properly like reviewed the contract I made you sign about which window Shit. we were throwing. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, so like amongst the things that we found were like original World Championship deck like proxy things, and four, I had no card for X Survival, for X Recurring Nightmare. Like, Damn. Yeah, and I had no clue that right. those cards had any value. Like in the back of my mind, I was like, well, if I can't find like a thing to do with this, I might as well just throw these away. No. And then Morgan pointed, I was like, you have like a a good proxy you, survival of the fittest. I'm like, oh, what does that you go have for? Four good po proxies. How survival. much are each of those? Like twenty seven each, I think, at the moment. Cool. Like, I was gonna throw you also that away. Just had like a blacker lotus in the in like that is correct in a box of chaff and mm -hmm. that's a 37 dollar card cool and like you also had just like you have a box of foils and you're like i looked through these maybe three years ago and they were all like crap and i'm like i don't believe you yeah. and then i went through each of those foils and i was like no you did not i went through some of them to give you an idea and you were like why is this card 16 dollars? why is this card 36 dollars?" and i was like we could play bulk or bulk edition, uh, uh, bulk or chaff, bulk or chaff, uh, mark edition, which is really cool. We, well, but the other thing that I really loved, and this is harkening back to when you and I got back into it, is the amount of Return to Ravnica, uh, set stuff. There were more mazes ends in those boxes than I can recount, and there were more bad mythics and like stuff from when we were playing in like with Brandon back in the day at his house and like mm -hmm. when we drafted cubes and stuff. It was really fun to go through. I was exhausted and had one chicken sandwich, mind you. And I also found out that Mark didn't... 
I also found out that Mark didn't like doesn't like pickles don't. from that experience. Oh, I don't really like pickles either. You can both go to hell. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I think you're the one who's outnumbered here. Yeah. But the the thing that we were really I was stuck on, and I got and this is where I got really stuck on, mm-hmm. is he Mark has still has, because we're gonna turn them into a bunch of stuff. First of all, you have an un or an inordinate amount of original signets from Ravnica. Oh yeah. Which is really cool. Lots of like and like, they're like probably at least a hundred, a dollar to two dollars a piece. Cool, which is great, more than some of the bulk rares we saw. There's also lands that I have to go back through, which yes. I was like completely fucked on. Um, there are, there were, what what did you do back in the day to practice? Oh yeah, drafting? this is actually really really cool. So one of the things that I really got into when I was judging back in the day, I, I liked opening packs, mm-hmm. but. It, what, you know what happens when you open packs? You packs if you have a lot of cards that you don't do anything with. Sure. But I also love drafting. But I also don't like paying for IRL for like to do a hundred drafts. Mm-hmm. But Unless I want to draft a hundred times. Mm-hmm. So this is how I made the most of it. Whenever I would open up the boxes I would get for drafting, I would assemble a collection per set of four of every common and three of every uncommon. When I would get anywhere from like six people or so at my at the house I was living in in Cleveland, which would happen like once a week. We would then shuffle all the comments together, mm-hmm. shuffle all the uncommons together, and build packs of four com- uh, of ten commons and four uncommons, and draft that. Hmm. If you're going to learn how to draft a set, learn how to draft the commons and uncommons. Because the rares, you're not going to see them every game. You can expect them, because you can start to see, this play pattern looks w- weird. What that doesn't usually pop up is causing this situation to happen. You can start anticipating the rares. But just learning what are the commons to take, what are the uncommons to take. That is how you win it limited. And it's because I did that with literally 17 different sets. And I actually think I got like 24 sets worth of that from back in the day. Like, I, I ended up being really, really good but at draft. But the block hmm. sets he had, I have which some... screwed me up because <laughs> I was really tired. Also, they, they were organized really weirdly. Is Tempest Block and Urza's Block. Yeah, I had those. Commons and uncommons. Mm-hmm. So what that means... Not not complete, because I have pulled out a lot of those to sell. Like, there are no packet of flowers. In what that societies. means is I had to really think about knowledge and go through sets. So let me ask you a question, Seth. We'll play a quick, just really strange I'm n- no, not <laughs> going to know the answer. Do you know what Flickering Ward is? That was the one that missed what, 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 what do, you know, do you know what the card Flickering Ward does? Oh, uh, it is an uncommon is an, from Tempest. It is an it is an aura. Yes, the yes, it is I an believe. aura. Uh, it so, gives it relates to protection from some sort of color. Oh, uh, cho- color of your choice. Color of your choice. That's it. Yeah. And then white, return it to your hand. You oh, guess how yeah. much that card is worth? Uh, more than I would expect. Seventeen dollars. Seventeen dollars. Is it an uncommon? Yes. It is an uncommon. Good God, why? Because it's an uncommon. It's reserveless. Un- what? Wait. Are we talking Urza's? Tempest. 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 Oh. I think it's reserveless. I don't know. I've lost my mind. It has in, never uh, been reprinted. Does Reconnaissance. That, does, does that mean it's... Is also in there. You I know, don't know what Reconnaissance is right now? A lot? 20 yeah. bucks. 20 bucks? Okay. That's also an uncommon? Yes. Huh. So I had to go through those commons and uncommons, and we separated them. There's probably about five, $600 in commons or uncommons in there. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. I, I, did the, I did the rough math in my head. Um, in addition to finding things like in bulk rares and in stuff that I was just like, this is definitely not bulk rares or what we would consider good EDH playables that I can then give him. He can give me 12 copies of that card. I'll give him a $20 card. He can go to 
trade it in and get actual money for it. Because mm -hmm. the end game here is he wants to get three cards. Or at least some combination, some combination of, these three of cards. These. If I can get to eat any of these. A Wheel of Fortune, a Lion's Eye Diamond, and a Mox Diamond. And there's enough cards among this collection that he doesn't want that it can get there. Cool. So it's just fun. So you're turning many hundreds of pieces of cardboard into three yes. pieces of cardboard. That is my want. And nice. one of my favorite moments of the night, two of my favorite moments of the night were one, well, there are three, really three. One, <laughs> screw that, uh, screw that um, desk that fell in on itself and like destroyed like remands and all those other cards. Yeah. Screw that, that desk. Um, uh, it wasn't a desk. Anti-shout out. It was the opposite a, of shout out. Dresser desk. shelf. Thumbs down too. Thumbs down. A, a shelf bottom broke underneath. And then as I closed it at one point, it bent half a, a deck in half. So like probably killed, what would you say? Like $40, $50 worth of cards or something. 70 to 80. <laughs> Shit. Um, That's all your fault, Morgan. Malicious My desk. favorite was also running into cards that were proxies of cards that didn't need to be proxied. Um... <laughs> That were worth more. So, like, I've told you the story of how, like, I randomly was flipping through cards one day and, like, there was a Thoughtseize proxy and I flipped it over and Thoughtseize was on the back of it. <laughs> Stuff like that, but, like, not that I have aggressive. a hibernation that has WOG written on the front of it. Remember that time Matt Lerner proxied an island for planes? <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was fun. Um, and then my favorite moment is Mark was going through Call Time Bulk. And, I, and you probably know where this is going. Yeah, it's we all do. Uh huh. Yeah, and was like, "Oh, we missed one," and threw a flow of Vega the Watcher. What's that? <laughs> What's that up in the sky? It's a Vega. Well, actually, what I said was, "Oh, I missed one," and you said, "What?" And then I threw it at you. <laughs> um, it was very fun. We're gonna. I think Mark might leave some of the boxes with me to actually sort through while uh. I have time. Um, we'll find out about that. But that brings us into a card that I saw multiple copies of today, which I think is on Seth's Alchemy rendering. Yeah, we're going to talk. We're going to do some more alchemy. What is the card? What are you thinking of? Well, I ran into multiple copies of both Upheaval and Biorhythm. Biorhythm. <laughs> Biorhythm. Yeah, hell yeah. So, I, I, up, Upheaval is definitely the card that if I were allowed to play banned cards, I would play first. But I, I don't think like, it's. Yeah, because you, you. I don't think it's necessarily but you the most. I understand layers in magic. Most people don't understand. No, I mostly just want to play with Respeaton. Um, <laughs> but. I don't. I think that's a less interesting like alchemy discussion because yeah. it's just yeah. like the, the 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 numbers are all are not as. Interesting. We can come to that one later when yeah. we like, talk about a couple of the like it's uninteresting to fix these ones. Yeah, because you they're really gonna have like the same type. Of, right. Yeah, it, it would do them. fundamentally the same thing, just less broken. Yeah. And, which is, and like when fine. approaching this project, we really wanted to think of cards that were fun to talk about and not just. Oh, we fixed it. There we go. Exactly. And biorhythm is an extremely unique effect. There's really yeah. nothing else that does. Incorrect. Even close to it, Incorrect. really. In well, oh, the, yeah, there is a, there is the other, there's the creature version they made yes. of it. But I mean, the effect itself is yeah. still Shaman relevant, of uh, Forgotten, Forgotten Ways, ways I think. which yeah. is actually a sweet card. Well, but that's yeah. the thing. So that, that and that's part of, that's one of the interesting aspects of the discussion. Shaman of Forgotten Ways is very much not banned. Like, yeah, it's, it's also just, very much not broken. Well, but so, that so, you can interact with it. So we were talking about this before we started recording. I don't. I do not think Biorhythm is nearly as busted as it would have been in like a previous iteration of this format right so, of like people just aren't playing as many creatures anymore which i guess makes biorhythm better but it's also like i don't know i feel i feel like it would be it would be less like it would be less problematic to take to, to take it off as is now see biorhythm coming off the ban list before something like um uh profit of proof fix and honestly yeah profit, oh, i would agree profit with that of proof sure. fix yeah. isn't even as 
bad. I I caution this statement. Uh huh. Is not as bad in this format because a lot of people play much more removal. Right. Like that's just a different conversation for another day. The problem I have with biorhythm. Before we talk too much, can we say what biorhythm is? Yes. Yeah. Bio, bio, what, I have it up here. If you if you go go okay. for it. Yeah. So biorhythm is a rare originally from onslaught. It costs right. six green green. It's yes. a sorcery that says. Each player's life total becomes the number of creatures he or she controls. Yes. So it's a life total switching, changing type of effect. I believe the original intent back in the day was to stop people from like wrathing, yes. having an indestructible creature, and then killing everybody else by yeah. having their life well, totals be zero. The, right. the, other, the other intent was like the elf ball player would just play everything, play biorhythm, and you're probably have one creature versus their elf ball, which is like just overwhelmingly eats your face. Right. Well, sure, so, but I it can do that anyway. I should amend my previous statement where I said that Biorhythm is probably not as good now, but I, I guess it would be better in the sense that people are playing fewer creatures and you can more likely, like, get somebody who's never going to creatures play. But it is still an eight-mana sorcery. I can <laughs> almost like, guarantee you in CDH, if it was unbanned, it would be played. It would be played in almost every green deck. I don't think that would, uh, would ross play it in gitrog like no. oh i, I said almost, like, almost every green but even then like what like would you play it in uh what's the in um uh the thing that makes Salvala? power yes. savala would you yes. play it i do, in savala probably wouldn't i really I don't to play more I, the ground. It, it, get, get deeper into your thought process on that because i really do yeah. not agree because <laughs> you're look you're it's the aspect of the mana dorks that's the problem and i was actually explaining okay. this to our friend kalani who is coming today who is like shout out to kalani kalani is really cool yeah uh, he's gotten the grasp on things uh-huh. um that he's green white deck we made or helped him make day. is like he's like I want to add black to this. And I'm like, oh no, it's oh, no. starting. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> um, Pretty soon he's going to be animating things with negative well, power like, from graveyards. Well, he's like, I want to play Joda. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> that's going to cost you a million dollars. Basically, my problem with biorhythm uh-huh. is two things. One, much like Sylvan Primordial Primeval Titan and some of the mono green cards on the list or the artifacts on the list, it just rewards the mono green deck. And that is always my problem. I mean, it rewards the mono it's a, green. It would be a good card in mono green decks, it, but it I rewards mean, like... the mono green deck in a way that, like, let's assume for a second you 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 start aggressively on turn one with like a bunch of dorks, uh-huh. or turn two it becomes pretty relevant, like for the Azusa player, right? Like, let's assume the Azusa player is just like already miles ahead of you, and all they have is Azusa, and you have like a guy, uh-huh. or you have nothing uh-huh. and then they come out with a storm cauldron then they play biorhythm you can't recover from they've that. already played a storm cauldron right, though, at that I'm point just, I'm, <laughs> I'm like, just saying like it they're rewards, still doing okay it rewards the mono green player and rewards the ability to cheat out biorhythm with like a dream halls effect and you having nothing right but so, so you're saying biorhythm would be a, a good card i certainly agree yes, with that i don't would it be think too it good? is bannable i i, I, I I don't necessarily know if it is bannable in this sense. Well, I mean, I it think, is literally banned. I know. think it's actually banned. <laughs> it, it, it is, strictly speaking, <clears throat> right, it is right, bannable. Right, right, right. I think one of the things that biorhythm could fix biorhythm uh-huh. is as an additional cost to play biorhythm, you must sacrifice a creature or something. That, that is doesn't some... really fit green, though. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. Natural can, order. Can. Natural yeah, order. Natural order. Yeah. yeah, green can sacrifice stuff. Um. Because you need, need to have a net negative effect on it. How about it. half your creatures rounded up? No. 
it needs to be you have to it is it is a very difficult card to keep what it does and not like just totally break it. It's like I think half your like half your creatures rounded up would be what so what so you're saying that instead of your be equal to the number of creatures you have it's still the the text of everything on the card remains the same the cost remains the same except yeah. as an additional cost of this card sacrifice half of your creatures rounded up oh, this okay. prevents you from just having something like exactly. a stuffy doll as your only creature. Uh, after you've wiped the board, yeah, or, or no mog. It's or, not. A, no I don't, it's not an incredibly elegant solution, but it does. No. It would fix it. Yeah, it would let you. Well, it, it, that, it, that, it would, it would let you still have solution. the effect. What I mean, what is what is a nerf that lets you still have the literal effect that biorhythm does? Because I, I think you. I don't. I think you really can't change the effect. I think the effect is. So, yeah, that's like, what we're trying to get. You can't. You can't be like is, everybody. Like you can't no be like. To... Oh, you, you. Oh, it's land. Oh, you can. You can. It, like I mean, it counts land. Aside from too, increasing like... the mana cost, which seriously, it, again, Eight the mono green, green player does not care Eight. about. Yeah. 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 Exactly. And the the people who are playing biorhythm will cheat it out in some capacity. Yeah. Um. So the question becomes: How do you keep the effect? How do you not change the card? Mm -hmm. And how do you, um, you know, I, I thought about it a little bit. I'm like, Sacrificing Creatures does that. Um, what about a restriction? Like, um, like after if each of your opponents controls at least one creature, each, each player's life total becomes equal to the amount of creatures they control. No. Hmm. So what would it? So what would it do then? If it, it just reduces it it reduce everybody's not, life it, total to one. Okay, which is at least at not, least or whatever. How many creatures that they have? Yeah, I was thinking, or maybe even make it something like the the hunted cycle, where like it you like every oh, everybody as a cost, they all, get all all players create a or three or two whatever a three, one three one centaurs centaurs, like centaurs so, tokens whatever and then I guess it like would the, be a beast so that make it's it so slot. it physically cannot just win the game that, when it resolves. But that brings so, the spirit of the card. The spirit of the card is to actually. I don't think the spirit of the card is to win the game by having people I, have no creatures. I yeah, I think the spirit of the card is to have people's... I, I think what it became is that, but I don't think that's why they made it in Onslaught. Yeah. Yeah, I that's disagree. a good point. Like, why, what, how did this card exist in the context of Onslaught? You probably so remember in Onslaught... So you might not remember because you guys were playing, uh, starting to play later. So yeah, Onslaught was the very first tribal set. Yeah. It was the set that says, I've got goblins, I've got clerics, I've got Beast. uh, beasts... So a lot of the these formats for this, uh, uh, remember that the second set in that cycle, Legions, was the all creature set, yeah. and that Scourge oh, right. was all about <laughs> yeah, yeah, all of true. these dragons. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, the yeah. point of this format was we are bringing creatures back. Right. You started to have creatures that could kind of become spells because you could cycle them for effects, yeah. and they were encouraging people to play with more creatures. Oh, yeah. shout out to the two goblin lackeys I found in Mark's bulk as well. Oh, you found <laughs> goblin lackeys? Yeah, they're goblin lackeys in your oh bulk. My gosh, okay, I've had goblin lackeys. <laughs> Great, uh, but the the idea of that set was we want people to play more creatures because they were coming out of this like five year stretch where you had. Uh, Urza Saga. Oops, we messed up spells. Ooh, uh, Mercadia oh, oh, Masks. Uh -oh. Oops, we messed up spells. Okay, here's Invasion. Okay, it had some things in it. Uh, and It wasn't nearly as powerful, but it was a lot more fun to play, I think. Okay, here's Odyssey. Oops, we messed up the graveyard. Okay, here's Onslaught. Play to the board. Put creatures in play. Right. This is what we want. So I, will, onslaught, I will say... Oops, we still messed up lands. Oops, we still messed up creatures. They did. Yeah. So, but that was the intent, right? To mess those. No, no, to play by a rhythm, to so that 
The intent for Biorhythm was people are playing creatures. This is a breaking spell for green. So that you will you are rewarded for having more creatures in play. So I, I will say I, I I am not incredibly up on like the CDH like metagame and like I'm I don't talking, I don't know how good mono green actually is. I'm just talking about Biorhythm. Let me finish my thought, Morgan. Okay, sure. Um, I, I am I, I, I don't necessarily know like how good Mono Green actually is in the context of CDH. Like, should it would it be should it be that much more powerful? I think it it's a potentially interesting argument though that like apply that to CDH. Well, now if you if you're Mono Green at the table, you'd be like, oh crap. I need to make sure I have creatures in play. I need to actually, like, play around that. I can't just, like, sit behind my stacks pieces and just, you know, uh, and do whatever. Like, I have to realize, like, I need to figure out a way to get something in play so I don't just immediately die and hope that maybe he attacks somebody else with his mana dorks after buyer with him, you know? Yeah. I, I mean, I think the sacrificing of creatures is an interesting way. Mm -hmm. I also, I don't know if there are any instances in sorceries that have... Cumulative upkeep, which I hate. Cumulative up. <laughs> Why are we like talking suspend. about cumulative upkeep? Suspend. Yeah. Is another way to possibly you fix could, it. Yeah, you could put suspend so that everybody. Actually, suspend makes mm, it worse. Worse because of cascade. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. We Actually, you could have suspend on it as an alternative cost, so that it's not the only way to cast it. Uh. Yeah. Wouldn't that just like. That would make break the, the card better, yeah. though. The card would just <laughs> be no, no. So you make the full cost be like eleven now, but you uh -huh. put the suspend as like five no, with think, the suspend four. Sorry. Mm, yeah, maybe. Uh, I think if we're going that route, the card should cost zero and have to be suspended to actually play. But then you can cascade into it. Yeah, that's the problem. I mean, that's, that's the problem. You really, it, it's difficult to like rules your way around but the that interaction. The problem is even then. Although that would cut out all of your Zeron one drops. No, time. but that that means that let's say let's say for example you play Maelstrom Nexus and play just uh, an Ulamog or an uh, Eldrazi Titan that costs more than the actual card itself. Wait, hold on. Wait, I got it. Okay, I got. It. I land. We we did it. We we the discussion over. Here's what we do. So the problem with Biorhythm is that not just does it immediately kill you if you don't have creatures, but it also probably if if someone has more creatures, they get to just attack you with random exactly. mana dorks and kill you. What if you make it same text? But add the text, prevent all combat damage I'll be dealt this turn. I don't think that happens. <laughs> what about until I think that's a start your next in the right direction? I think, I think that's a very funny solution. I think solution. that's a start. I think it's... That is my favorite solution so far because it's the funniest. I thing. think it actually has to be end the turn. End of the turn. Ooh, okay. We're going deeper now. Ooh, I don't dislike that. Would... I think the caveats need to be yeah. sacrifice some amount of creatures you control. Sure. And end the turn. I don't think we need both. I think I do, one or two. Because the problem still lies in twofold. One, let's assume they have one creature, uh -huh. which they will in most cases. You still need to attack. Sure. You still have the ability to attack because when they're playing Biorhythm, they're most likely trying to close the game. Right. That's what my solution fixes, though. You, is prevent all combat damage? Yeah, so you cast Until the card. Next turn. You play Biorhythm, prevent all combat damage that will be dealt this turn. You can still attack, but the damage is now prevented. I'll go one step further. If it's the the if it is the combo deck, there is definitely a way they could just bolt you. You should not have True. the ability to play spells until the next turn. We're getting increasingly inelegant here, though. Like we we're still like we can just, we can just tie a bunch we of weights around this and watch it, it sing. Can't make it like, unplayable. How this is another option. Um, each player's life total becomes equal to the amount, the most amount of creatures that a player controls. Mm. Oh, that would be interesting. That's not in. I mean, there's cards that do that already, though. 
There? There's cards that, that I think do that. Are there? There's like cards that basically change the life total. Like that's why, but that's the same problem yeah, that Sway uh, the Stars has, right? Rep- Sway the Stars, yeah. that's well, the same. But the repan kind exists. Everybody's life total becomes equal to, I think, the lowest life total. That cards, that, yeah, and there's, there's cards that do similar effects, yeah. right? But the point with something like that is if that effect is in play and you see that a green deck is trying to whittle everybody's creature count down, yeah. you can then see that coming and then try to build your board up as a response to it. That's that, but that's what I was saying. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that that a, a fixed a I, I do think I don't I don't think that the cards should necessarily should just immediately come off the bandlist as is, but like a potential. I mean, obviously this is never actually going to happen, but yeah, a potentially. I don't know. We, Worldfire came off the bandlist. That's no. true. Yeah. Worldfire <laughs> did come off the bandlist. What I was saying. Yeah, no, I, I I do think an a a potentially fixed bio rhythm could point in that direction of like you need to be more cognizant of yeah. having and, creatures in play which i think is is a good thing it is like cdh is not a creature format generally it's like not. you need to like forcing people to think at least a little bit more in those terms could be interesting good maybe or it'll completely destroy the format i don't know i'm not an expert to kind of bring this to a head because i do think we have to end the discussion at some particular point yes i think that the solution that i like the best out of what everybody has suggested so far is just adding the text and the turn as the only change that's made to it and everything else that's the same but if it was up to me based off of the fact that world fire did just flat come off the ban list yeah i honestly don't think it would be a bad idea for biorhythm to just come off the ban i I think it could just straight up come off the ban list i don't know if it would necessarily be an incredibly great idea but like it could like with the precedent world fire i have a very interesting idea and uh, I, I think this is maybe something we... I think when we release this episode, we put a poll up on Twitter with all three of the suggestions and see what the community thinks. Yeah, I we think that's that. a great idea. So what are, what are our official suggestions? So, we have end the turn. That's number. That's one well, of the options. Hold on. Let's go through each one again. Yeah. So Mark, you start. I think just end the turn and nothing else changed mm-hmm. would be an acceptable solution. I think biorhythm requires the sacrificing of uh, creatures rounded up on your side alone, and mm-hmm. I think it's it needs to end the turn as well. As well, yeah, I don't know about as well. I I, I think the thing is, I do think we need to pick like one a, like a, a amendment. Fine, then to I will it. say sacrifice creatures rounded up. Okay. And then we want to do the... I actually also do like your... So then we can also throw it as an option just as is. Yeah, so I think think we have four options. As is, um, Sacrifice Creatures, Morgan Solution, uh, End Mm. the Turn... And then I also, Mark, I do I do like your each player's life total becomes equal to the highest uh, creatures among all players. That sounds great. I actually, and... I actually think that one might be my favorite as far as a fix. Uh-huh. Um, but I think it's interesting to, yeah, I think that would be an interesting ball to put up. We could, we could do that. The thing that I like about that option is it's now. never going to be, it doesn't always have to be the same type of effect. It could be, oh my gosh, I need to get back from zero to 40. Or it could be, I can kill just like two people. Or like, I have combat on the board to be able to kill one player by doing this. Um, it, it becomes multifaceted by going that route. I think yeah. we should write these down. I'm I'm doing so now. Uh, perfect, great. Yeah. So we will we will find out what the community thinks as well because that's I think what we can settle on and yeah. then we can follow back up on it. Um, awesome. So that's pretty much what we're going to be talking about today, right? No. Uh, you guys don't know anything about the new Capenna stuff that was. No, I have not. Okay. You mentioned it, but that's I do not so know what you're talking about. Please, I don't quite please understand us in the what is going on in in the brain of wizards. At, 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 
they, lately they know that product has been not only fatigued, and we got we got some Baldur's Gate spoilers, which were kind of cool, but um, yeah, that actually looks pretty cool. Got a we got a hamster. We got a hamster token. We, we got a hamster planeswalker. We do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Shout out the cool. commander decks for New Capenna are limited in the United States. There is a print shortage, so they are going to be harder to get a hold of mm -hmm. all five of them, which is. Really aggravating because when they have done the sets in the past, as Seth has learned from his, and we'll do the quick deck update too because it's, it ties into it. Mm -hmm. Seth had been trying to find the vehicles deck for his deck project, and it was really friggin' hard to get because it sold out everywhere. Because the vehicles deck was infinitely better than the green red deck. And they've been doing this, one of the decks is much better when they release the two commander decks per product. Mm hmm. And one of them immediately sells out. But to get them, you have to order both decks. So you're stuck with an impasse of all of the decks, right? But the problem also now becomes, because these commander decks are going to be limited, you're going to have everyone jump at them. And they're going to gouge them. And they're going to make the price ridiculously um, more expensive. Mm -hmm. So my fear is... Each commander deck, every time... like It, it never fails, but there's always a de one deck that has something that breaks the format, whether it be Dockside Extortionist, Sakashima Student. Um, Fierce Guardianship. Fierce Guardianship. De uh, Deflecting SWAT actually can't, you know. Yeah, I think we have, yeah. we have for different many. definitions of break the yes. format. I would say Dockside is probably the only one of those that really like broke anything, frankly. Yeah. Um, Problematic but, cards, but. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Yuriko at the time as well. Scavenging is in the original Scavenging is in the original yeah. one. Yeah. Um, uh, my th a toxic deluge. Flusterstorm. Flusterstorm. Yeah, well, that uh, broke out the my, my, my fear is that there is going to be another card like that in these five decks, and there's going to be a shortage of the card to go around. It's going to tilt the price up. Probably, now, yeah. my only other thing that can save this is the fact that they've, and they'll hopefully do it again, is the set boosters and the, um, uh, the, the collector's packs will have the commander cards in them too. Yep. Mm. But here is my other fear, and I don't know if you saw this about the Baldur's Gate stuff. They're changing set packs again. Set packs are only going to be 18 packs a box. Dude, I don't know with how set up packs to work right seven now. Seven rares okay. per pack. That's okay. confusing. And terrifying at the same time yeah I, I i barely know how set boosters work right now like i don't like i'm changing them to what like the 18 yeah. packs per yeah no no I, you know what you're saying yeah it's just like it's weird that they're changing it again yeah but that's all i think that's only starting with commander legends and uh so we have some time for that but you know they're also reprinting the uh the battle bond lands in commander legends i did I'm really excited that. about that, that is good actually yeah. Yeah. i'm happy about that um you know we'll, we'll, uh, you know and I, I i will walk back a statement i've had on this podcast for a while um now, having gotten the chance to play with some of the cards from the D&D &D set, uh, I'm kind of hyped. I like the D&D &D, first D&D &D set. I mean, I understand why people didn't. It was lower power, but it was interesting. There was some, some, some stuff in it. Yeah. I still don't know how I feel about the D&D &D connection generally, but I mean, I guess at least it makes more sense as a crossover. Than I think a what lot a lot of, of people had as far as like being down on the D&D &D set is the variance that's, that's tied into a lot of everything. Um, what does the D20 mean to a lot of these things? I think a lot of us were leaning into yeah. that what mechanic is defining. What does a true D20 mean to everybody? What, does, D20 to everybody? what does venturing into the dungeon mean? Is that actually going to be a good mechanic? If you're watching it's the standard, actually a lot of people yeah. ha have been enjoying 
uh, venturing into the dungeon in standard and it actually looks like it's got a wide variable range of actions and decisions. I like it's, to... it's being held back without a doubt. No, it's, be, it's being brought back in Baldur's Gate with more... With more dungeons? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's really exciting. I liked it. I mean, I think it's... Well, people people said it was like a parasitic mechanic, but... It's just a, another point of game state you have to keep, keep track of. Well, yeah. Th- th- it's like most mechanics are going to come with that. Like, you can't... <laughs> you need to... If you add to the game, you add to the game. Like, it's... Yeah. it's uh, I, I and I, I don't necessarily even think like you could you could adapt it to a non-dungeon context of like yeah. have like a like an a, just an area you're you know moving through in some other context. I'm actually know. kind of interested in picking up more dungeon cards uh, in the near future, just yeah. because if they are, are going to continue to support adding more dungeons into the game, the mechanic only gets better over time. It's true. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, I, but I just to go back to the whole like issue with the printing. That's happening on it. The, the the lack of decks that are going to be coming out with new Capenna. Um, it's five the, decks. It's five decks. And yes, is it a problem? It's like, yes, Watsi, what were you thinking? Keep in mind, there's also a lot of like conflict going in and part of the world where one of their printing facilities is in Eastern Europe. Yeah. And that... I don't know that. Hmm? I didn't know that. Yeah. Mm. So... It, it, it's kind of hard to be able to say, well, burr, 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 I need to be able to get my commander decks. I'm hoping they have enough forethought to think, okay, we're going to be releasing multiple different printings of this as it becomes available because we know that the need is going to be there and the demand's going to be there as people are heading back to the tables to play commander again. Um, right now, as much as I want to complain about the fact that there are worse things going on yeah, in the world I right now that may be actually affecting this i just want to be I, like i don't disagree with you yeah so i just want to put that out in the aether yeah, yeah. and i mean we'll, we'll we'll see what happens i we'll mean see what I, happens, I, yeah. I think it certainly it could go in a good direction it could go in a bad direction we'll, we'll see right. um okay so i, I think that's going to wrap up this week's episode uh, we got a we, we just got a live report from our friend ross we did uh, did we? Do you want to share that, Seth? Yeah, he... Uh, he, he at the Marchesa tur- event. At, at the Marchesa CDH tournament. Uh, did, did Ross get scrubbed out incredibly hard. Scrubbed what? out incredibly hard. <laughs> apparently. And apparently has a great story from <laughs> the fact apparently. that he was on the camera. Yeah, okay. So look, look forward to that uh, oh, next time, folks. Ross has, a, Ross has a good story. He scrubbed out? What a What a, what a scrub. What a noob. Uh, he did also tell us he did pick up an original OG foil Bloodstained Mire. Oh, that is cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that, that's really exciting, yeah. too. Um, so, so do we have any shout-outs for the end of the... Uh, I actually have one. Sure. And it's a shout-out, self-plug, but also a plug for Morgan as well. Yeah. Uh, we had, on uh, one of my other podcasts, You Drafted What? Give that a check. It's actually getting a lot of traction ra- right now. Morgan was one of our guests on uh, an upcoming episode that's going to be released, I would say, in the next three weeks or so. It's going to be uh, wrestling-based, as it turns out. And um, I'm not going to tell you who won. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's a lot of fun to be able to go back and talk. It, it, it's honestly been like the, th- this particular podcast has been really interesting. And every single time that I have people listening to this, they're like, oh, I have to join. I have to be on an episode because this sounds like a blast. Yeah. So just give it a listen to. Um, maybe we'll have an Elden Ring or a From Software. Podcast I was about, yeah, I would, I would, I would definitely participate in that. That'd be great. Uh, I actually might steal the concept for like one episode with us, uh, hopefully with their blessing. But yeah, I, that give, be... give it a listen to you drafted what? Uh, it's, it's, it's amazing. Yeah. Um, Sounds shout cool. out to all our, I almost, I always almost say affiliates, but that's not what I mean. Yeah. Um, shout out to all our, uh, all the people who, uh, help us out. So Dice City Games. Um, for Galaxy Games, uh, uh, Alchemist Refuge, Thomas Island Podcast, um, uh, MTG North, Mock Sporting House, where Ross scrubbed out. Yeah, 
which may be my uh, my new uh, magic stomping ground since it's going to be really, really close to where I live. Yeah. That'd be cool. I think I visited there when I was in Seattle. It's a cool place. It's a cool place to check out. So with that being the case, Morgan, yes. will you send us off with your best sacrificing creatures, ending the turn, changing life totals, biorhythm theme song? Oh my god, I still have so much bulk to sort through. <laughs>